0: Hey, welcome to a, another episode of A Big Girl's Guide to Love, the podcast. I'm your host, Jen P.K., and I have one of my oldest, and not meaning that she's old, meaning that I've known her for a long time, one of my oldest friends, Ashley In Dennis. Hi, Ashley.
1: Hello. How
0: are you doing today?
1: I'm doing, child. I'm doing.
0: Standard answer. I'm, <laughs> <pretty good. laughs> I'm all right uh it's going that's some people people say how's it going it's going
1: it's going Where yeah is it going? i don't know right honestly i can't complain it's actually going pretty well
0: well that's good yeah that's, good. that's a good that's a good mindset to have i have be been trying to train myself to say I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm okay i'm okay i'm okay
0: okay <laughs> i'm not gonna make it uh so i've known you since high school we're not gonna say what high school you can claim it i choose not to
1: (laughs) i'm only claiming it by default because my mama (laughs) wouldn't let me go where i wanted to go
0: (laughs) i didn't want i didn't know where i wanted to go i Mm. know i didn't want to go to the high school close to my house because i might be a whole different person and maybe that would not be bad
1: (laughs) 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 i I know i I would have been if i had my pick I was okay. told, by, I, I was literally told by my cousins I wasn't black enough to go to that school.
0: Oh my God. That's so funny. I've been told I wasn't black enough every day of my life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whatever it is I'm trying to do. I still remember vividly in high school, and I tell people all the time I wasn't allowed to join the African American Culture Club because everybody felt that I wasn't black enough. However, the young man who wore his pants off his behind had bright red hair and was, you know, a little bit ghetto as it were, he got to join and he was of the, the Caucasian nature. So I was like, okay, okay, this, whatever. I just want me black. <laughs> people call me white all the time, <laughs> all the time. Even now I tried to, I I don't, I hate it. Honestly, I really hate it. I'll be trying to train people not to, but it's too late now, I think. Right. I'm just like, this feels like, it. no, no offense to the white people, but it feels like an insult. And I think it is <laughs> in terms of that it is an insult. You're, right. you're actually white, fantastic for you. But if you're not white and people call you white, it's not, it's not a pleasant experience.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's, it's almost minimizing who you are as an individual
0: yeah. Well, it's not almost,
1: it is the minimizing who you are.
0: Let's pick out these specific traits, and then it's just like, you know, you're white now. And I'm like, how much BET do I have to watch? What do you right. Watch? Come <laughs> on.
1: There's only so much baby boy I can take.
0: Oh <laughs> 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 my! Like, uh. People act like they don't have similar experiences, but they don't want to. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit that they like the white people stuff, air quotes. <laughs> and they just right. like no, 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 no. And I'm like, okay, so I haven't seen Love Jones, and I refuse to watch the color. Pr- I refuse to watch the color purple because somebody told me that I wasn't black if I didn't watch it. So I haven't watched the whole movie. I've only seen the first like 20 minutes, but. Uh, I because I tried to watch it when it came on TV one time, but uh, Danny Glover was already pissing me off, so I was like, "If there are any white people in this movie, oh, I know I'm gonna be mad." So I had to turn it off. Right, <laughs> and they were okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that whole movie was just traumatizing. I watched it once with my sister, and we both ended up in tears. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to do a. Uh, I took an acting class not too long ago, and one of the scenes they pulled it was me. And a uh, and a sweet Korean girl who was in the class with me. She was my scene partner, and I was Whoopi Goldberg, and she was I don't know who plays the pretty one or quote unquote pretty one because Whoopi Goldberg is beautiful to me. But who is who? Do you know who plays her the, sister? I can't the, remember the, the actress's, lady, actress's she, name, but uh, the lady that comes and stays in her house. Oh, Shug Avery. I know it's not Oprah.
1: No, that's, um, I I know the actress that you're talking about, but the character was Suge Avery.
0: Okay, they be doing Oprah wrong too, like Oprah not cute. (laughs)
1: Look, I have guy friends that swear up and down, they will drink her bath water. (laughs) Every
0: time I watch Martin and Cole Brown be talking about being on a beach with uh, Oprah and her big old round, nobody ever lets lets her get past whatever her big old round is, but we know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like somebody's finally appreciating Oprah in all her different sizes that's okay Oprah Oprah's beautiful
1: <laughs> I
0: but that's the scene we had to do so I had to watch that scene just so I could see what I was supposed to be doing in that scene but then they didn't really want us to be exactly as the scene but then I was like how do you not <laughs> I was like how do I not So do, do the
1: same, same but don't do the same
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I got to do it my You're way. Wide. And I was like, well, my way is whatever Whoopi's doing. And I'm going to try to be Whoopi. And that was <laughs> <the goal. laughs> Isn't that the goal in life? Just to do like Whoopi. And Whoopi got an e guy. I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went to high school together, which is crazy because I don't keep friends that long. Honestly, you know, by design, they on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not
1: really right.
0: that long. But I like you. I was like, I'm gonna keep her. Even and and like I'm glad you
1: do. It makes me feel special.
0: <laughs> Nobody
1: does.
0: Even though most of the time, the only time I interact with you is on Facebook because I don't have a I don't do social things anymore. But that time when I was in my late 20s and I had just gotten divorced and I was trying to be social, there was Ashley. <laughs> right,
1: because I had just moved back to Dallas Fort Worth, and I was trying to be social too. So
0: <laughs> yeah. here we go. <laughs> You're probably better at it than I am. I can't do it. I'm so boring. I don't know.
1: Turn into a hermit. <laughs> yeah, I, this pandemic has done a number on me. I'm try- I, I feel like a feral cat. Like I'm. I'm trying to like reacclimate myself back into society.
0: Yeah. I don't.
1: I don't know if feral cats ever do that, but.
0: <laughs> yeah I, i'm trying my this. i asked a friend of mine uh i was like so i've been single for like five years like by design like i didn't want to date what what's what's it like out there he's a dude i said what's it doing what's it like out there he said it's the same shit as when you left and i said okay so i guess i'd just stay in here for
1: right as they say the dating pool has p in it i'm i'm certain of it Especially
0: at this age, I'm deathly afraid. You know, you can't find anybody who will have any kids. You can only hope that they were smart enough to have children when they were twenty, like we did, so they could be free now. Right. <laughs> like you got ahead and be be a mom then, and it's funny. Um, I was supposed to go to college with you, but you had told me you went with the year before me. And one of the things that deterred me was that you said there was nothing out there, but like there was going to be a gap in like 2009 or something. And then. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're like, for fun, what we do is go to the army base and hang out with people. And I was like,
1: I'm. Yes, that was pre war days. This was like (laughs) before 9 11 when everyone was still sane and had all their limbs. And. They were a lot of fun to be around. The Army boys were cool. I mean, because, you know, we were only 45 minutes away, and we hung out. <laughs> I'm about to tell it on myself. <laughs> you know, we're fresh out of high school, and um, there was this place in Lawton, Oklahoma, called Gunners. And it was like, you talk about hole in the wall, but we I swear we had the best fun because the Army guys knew how to party. Um, And they were from Like any and every walk of life You could possibly think of Uh, I met this Jamaican dude There uh, Met some guys from You know, Cali, New York I mean Deep South Alabama, Florida, Georgia You know, just from all walks of life And they were actually okay guys I I, I didn't meet any crazies So, you know, it was cool
0: Well, that's the blessing I think <laughs> get me home. And then I stayed home and then I got and then became a mom, which you know <laughs> it is what it is. I love him and I I you know I love my kids and I couldn't and then you had your baby. I couldn't do this life without I my kids, and you had your baby. I,
1: I had mine my, my junior year of college. So, you know, oddly enough, those same cousins who told me I wasn't black enough to go to a particular school here in town. All had a pool going to see how many tattoos, piercings, etc. I would come home with. Uh-huh. Um, and I came home with a baby. I was like, Bam! I bet you didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it caught
1: everybody off guard. <laughs> well,
0: like, here's my baby. Your baby's like right in between my kids.
1: Yes, he is.
0: Because mine is a sophomore in college, my oldest is a sophomore in college, and my youngest is a junior and yours is a freshman in college, right? Yes. How's that going?
1: It's um, been a learning experience for both of us. He actually left home the weekend I turned 40. So I was all up in my feelings um, just because it was a milestone for both of us. Um, He actually uh, is what I call my Christmas slash birthday gift. I found out about him like a week before Christmas and he was born maybe a week and a half before my birthday. So we're only, you know, his birthday's August 9th, mine is the 15th. So, um, you know, he turned 18, I turned 40. He left for college the weekend, you know, my birthday weekend. And um, it's just been a transition for both of us, him learning how to navigate being away from home yeah. and, you know, being on his own and, you know, I just got a text message from him a little while ago. I'm like, son, I came to you right now. I'm learning how to do. Usually, I drop everything and come to his every beck and call. But now, I'm I'm trying to get us both to a place where you know we're learning how to function autonomously. Um, just because you know it was always just team us. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's been a transition. It really has. I'm. Um, I, I've had to learn how to let go, and coincidentally find me again. So,
0: okay, well that's that's inspirational, girl. I'm not ready. Oh. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm just like I don't I don't even know if I'm a person without my without my kids. Like I've been, you know, you've been a mom like your whole life,
1: right? Like
0: I've been a mom, my whole like that. Like literally, the first thing people ask me, "Tell me about yourself." Well, I'm a mom. exactly (laughs) i mean that's like the best thing i've ever done honestly they are my greatest accomplishment like master's degree whatever i don't care about that shit i could say oh, i've been on tv i could say i've done you know comedy i can say i've done things but really they're like my greatest accomplishment and it's funny that they're like i call them my christmas presents too that's when my kids are summer babies too so i found out when i was pregnant with them right around Christmas time I think my youngest I found out like Christmas Eve or something
1: oh wow I had
0: to prove it to myself I took like nine tests or something like I knew oh. it was there I honest to God knew it the minute we uh parted physically I said I'm pregnant you say Hi. <laughs> watch <laughs> And a couple months later took that test I said mm-hmm <laughs>
1: yeah my side was the two for one special at Walmart. I was already living on the edge anyway, but I was like, all right, all right. I told myself before I walked in the store I'm gonna get two tests just to be on the safe side and then I walk in and there's like the huge yellow sign price cut two for the price of one. I was like, oh, this is a bad sign <laughs> <laughs> Oh no <laughs> but with
0: the with the first one. I figured it out when I was watching Oliver and Company, that cartoon about the little cat. The little it cat, yeah. Coming. Like, the just the very beginning when all the other cats get adopted and Oliver gets left in that box and the rain starts coming down, I bawled. I was sitting in the living room in the dark, just crying my eyes out. And I wasn't a crier. That's how I knew. I said, oh, God, I'm pregnant. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't a crier. Like, I didn't get wimpy weepy <laughs> until him and then like now that I'm older I find myself more emotional it's like what is wrong with me so shouldn't I be stronger now <laughs> I was like why no. am I so teary-eyed but that's how I know what I you doing to you. and I thought for sure I was gonna be able to hide it because I was already a big girl I thought I was gonna be able to hide it for a while but I couldn't and I had read this uh, article in like 17 or one of those magazines where this girl was like super skinny and she only gained like 10 pounds in her pregnancy. And so nobody knew she was pregnant. And I was like, I'm huge. Right. I'm bigger. (laughs) I'm bigger than her. I'm sure you're going to be able to hide this, but it was like perfectly round. And then um, my mom was cooking some cabbage, which normally I would like. And it had it smell onions and all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh, what is that?" And she said, "You pregnant?" And I said, "Huh?"
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't hear it the first time?
0: <laughs> I was like, "No, what are you talking about?" Luckily, I didn't. I got nauseous, but I didn't throw up. So <laughs> uh, I,
1: didn't,
0: I didn't have that part of morning sickness. I got I got nauseous in the afternoon, but I didn't throw up.
1: No, that was me. I, matter of fact, I was so angry the entire six weeks, the first six weeks, because I was like, if it's morning sickness, why is it six o'clock in the afternoon? And I'm still hurling like I got up, threw up, brushed my teeth um, and then it would subside. And then I'd be back on the nausea tip probably around six, 630 in the evening. And then it would subside. It would come in waves. Yeah. But um, yeah, I did that for like the first few weeks and then eventually it calmed down, but Jesus. Yeah, hence the reason it's only been one in 18, almost 19 years.
0: <laughs> that whole
1: experience was just traumatizing in and of itself.
0: Mentally, it wasn't always the best just of because of like being so young and then like, you know, difficulties with my partner. But like physically, they didn't really do anything to me. I threw up once with the second one, like at the very end of my pregnancy, which scared me. But that was fine. And then every time I watch movies and the women are oh and they screaming and stuff in the delivery room, I always tell my kids thank you so much. Because I didn't have any of that. Oh yeah. I didn't have Yeah, I was high. I was
1: so high with Caleb, he didn't cry for two days. (laughs) That's how many drugs were flowing through his system. Bless his heart. I had, I had uh, two I had doses C-section.
0: of Demerol and an epidural. <laughs> I had C-sections. I didn't, the first time I didn't want it, I, I, I had gone to Lamaze and I planned on doing it natural and everything like that. And then I couldn't, like they had, I wasn't ready or whatever. So they had to take him out. And then the second time they asked me, do you want to try it natural? And I was like, just cut open whatever you cut open before. <laughs> last time. Let's get this over
1: with i'm a pro now
0: <laughs> and i remember being strapped up to the machine where they listen to your contractions and stuff and they were like you're having a contraction right now do you feel it and i was like no good baby you know <laughs> like, what a good baby thank you <laughs> i didn't feel none of that i know somebody had a baby's gonna be pissed off at me but i didn't i did not have any of that any of that uh, and stuff like that thank god they wait till they get out to be a pain right <laughs>
1: boy howdy well I was pretty fortunate he you know he he did normal stuff normal kid stuff I I can you know honestly say I was blessed in having such a mild-mannered child um, he doesn't do crazy uh, and when he sees someone else doing something that's off the wall he's like yeah I don't thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go over here now. He that's just never been his personality. So he's just even even kill.
0: I'm very, I'm very blessed in that way too. People are always like anytime they hear I have like two teen boys, they're just like, Oh my god, that's gotta be so much and I'm like watching anime on Saturday night, playing video games. I was like, My kids don't do anything. Like they're not they're not running around after a bunch of girls, they're not or you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> they're right. Not,
0: they're not into stuff they didn't get in trouble in school i didn't get called for anything but maybe they didn't turn in an assignment and i'm like that's just their me coming out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's my fault i'll take it that was just me or being late which again that's me i was like they don't drive <laughs> <laughs> but that's me mommy is not a punctual person that's that's it but like no discipline problems and i'm like thank god
1: Right, because I don't know what I would do. I really don't.
0: I don't know if I have. If I had a. Tr- I didn't. I don't think I was a troubled person. So I was like, in my twenties. <laughs> right. I didn't start cutting up until after I was divorced or something. I, was the other <laughs> <one time. laughs> I cut up for a few years and then brought it back down.
1: <laughs> right. That was me when I finally figured out. I you know when I left for school, I was free. Free. Like nobody, oh man, I got. I I went to town.
0: (laughs) town. That's the reason I
1: brought back a baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny because you're just so like put together, and who would know that you're a wild child underneath all that? Uh,
1: Absolutely, I'm a reformed (laughs) sorority girl. I mean, I wasn't like the girls gone wild sorority girl you know remember those videos i know yes. we had problems but i mean i pushed the envelope a couple a few times
0: <laughs> <laughs> you made miss wanda worry a little bit just a tad <laughs> just a tad <laughs> but now look at you you a conversationalist and a corporate trainer which sounds so grown up i was like oh my god what do you do i'm a corporate trainer that sounds grown up as hell is for a law a law firm, which has extra grown up. Oh my god! And you're a storyteller, and you're a writer, and you're a mom, and you are a aka right. I am. That's exciting for you. How was what is what is that situation like? I've I've been curious because I know they have like, like my neighbor. She's older, and she did the Delta thing as an adult, like later in her life,
1: and mm-hmm. like not even
0: like maybe. 10 20 years ago she she became a you know a delta or whatever and so i considered it um you know for the networking and you know sisterhood or whatever i don't know but i'm not really that social so it doesn't really bother me that i don't have this group of people but what is that what is that like for you
1: Right now, it's pretty quiet. Um, I actually uh, just reactivated my status last year. I went through general membership. So I pledged as an undergrad when I was 18, back when you could do it as an undergrad, like at that age, because now things have changed. Um, But um, I was very, very active during my undergraduate years. Um, And then once I graduated, that's kind of when, you know, grown up life really started to set in. And um, I just didn't have time, you know, uh, to join a graduate chapter and, and all of that. So what I ended up doing, you know, now that my son was out of the house and I, you know, needed a social life again, I um, just reactivated my status as a general membership. So I, you know, can go to our conferences and stuff that we have nationally slash internationally and all of that. Um, but I'm still wary of joining a graduate chapter, um, just for the simple reason I've I've gotten too set in my ways now, (laughs) you know, anytime you get into, and this is probably going to sound really bad saying it out loud, but anytime you get into a situation where you've got a lot of, uh, Estrogen, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, you know, you tend to get a lot of cattiness, and even though people are supposed to be professionals, and uh, you find out real quick some people, um, still don't know who they are, mm. uh, and so they are caught up in, you know, the idea of the sorority defining their identity. Uh, and making them someone. And so I just, ain't nobody got time for that. My nerves are just too paper thin. I, I really don't. <laughs> um, and not every chapter's like that. Not every chapter. Some folks are really out there doing um, what it is they're supposed to be doing as far as empowering the community and serving. Uh, I never take that away from anybody. But as for me and mine, um, I think for the moment, you know, now things may change later on, but right now I'm, I'm good with general membership and, you know, poking my head in every now and then just to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my financial cards. I'm still legit, but.
0: <laughs>
1: I ordered myself a cardigan.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Pink and green. Yeah. So I've got my cardigan now. So I feel all official again. Cause I can't, fit any of my jackets anymore so <laughs> age set <laughs> <put> in <laughs> Good
0: night, Ashley. so
1: yeah so you know stuff like that
0: okay i i was i was thinking about joining one not too long ago and one of my friends is a zeta i don't know i i'd be treating i'm so disrespectful i'd be treating them like like uh, like i do football teams i was looking at the colors and i was like what do i want to wear <laughs> I was like I don't own a lot of red What colors
1: compliment red. me the best
0: mm-hmm. I was like I don't know I was like I like pink Like pink's my favorite color But pink and green were my wedding colors It's like I don't know <laughs> I was like, Really Didn't know blue. that Because <laughs> pink was my favorite color And green was his favorite color So, Oh See how I ruined it Um <laughs> like Zeta's blue so let me look them up and so I looked them up and I think they invited me to a zoom meeting or something but it was just like an inconvenient time and then I started looking through it and I was asking my friend like you know you know what's it like and she was like you gotta like I was like do you have to pay dues or something? Is there money I was like oh I don't know if I have money for that I don't have I don't think I have time for another bill or like community service (laughs) this right. <laughs> is like, I, I i totally agree with community service. I've done it, but I, you know, not for court or anything, but, you know, just to be nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I have time in my life to be, you know, being a part of something bigger than myself. <laughs> right now, I'm trying to be a part of myself right now.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, now I've got all the free time in the world. So I mean, I could easily do it. But I'm also, I I volunteer with a couple of different nonprofits. And then um, I'm also a member of the um, National Urban League Young Professionals, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Auxiliary Chapter. So I promised myself I was going to do more with them, uh, you know, just for networking purposes. And, you know, Dallas is my playground. So Gives me an excuse to go hang out, you know, meet other bougie black folk, <laughs> do stuff. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to find my social life again. No, oh, okay. but I want to overwhelm myself in the process.
0: I avoid Dallas like the plague. But I'm <laughs> so glad you have fun there. I hate really, I,
1: I love Dallas. Liked- That's so funny to me.
0: I hate driving to Dallas. I won't. Go if somebody wants me to go to some in Dallas, they better come pick my ass up.
1: I will oh, wow. drive
0: to New York. <laughs> drive around Dallas, I hate it. And see,
1: and there's no reason to drive to New York because you got all the subways and the buses and the ferries. So
0: <laughs> that. I will drive to a different continent before I drive through Dallas. I hate Dallas. People are like, "Oh, do you like what about this job?" And I look at that job and I'm like, Dallas. Mm. Mm. That sounds like Dallas. And that's exactly where I
1: am. I'm actually in Richardson. So I drive from Arlington to Richardson. Well, not lately, because, you know, COVID. So we've been on hybrid schedules. So I've, I've had the luxury of working from home. But on the days where I do have to report to the office, I drive from Arlington to Richardson. And that's not a 635 and 75 is like Mad Max. Yeah,
0: something about 35. Like, people I know that live in California, like, there's some freeway that has 35 in it. I've never been to California, so I don't know. And then I-35, and then 635. Something about 35 is, like, the devil's number or something.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) Yes, half the
1: battle is just getting there. Once you've made it to your destination, you're fine. But it's just, it's that getting there that's the problem.
0: Yes. And then I got to come back home. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't let it be dark. I'm gonna have to live here. And I, <laughs> I went. I drove, I rode with my friend's mom to see her sing one time, and oh my god, it was so scary. <laughs> it was terrifying. And then I was just like, I'm just gonna sleep here tonight. Like you don't even have to drive me home. I'm so scared. <laughs> really? So oh my gosh. And I used to run around a lot. I think I don't know, like. I don't know if it was the car accident I got into a couple years ago or getting older or what, but I just like, I don't, I don't feel the the desire to run free through the streets. Cause you know, I used to go to like, you know, comedy shows, like all the time running, you mm-hmm. know, I run to Dallas, you know, a couple times a week, but now I'm like, I was <laughs> like, no, thank you. I'm okay. You're not going to okay. see me.
1: I will no, go no. once a
0: year. <laughs> if you want me to go you better come pick me up how bad do you want me to show up
1: <laughs> you know what and i know you're telling the truth because the last time we went to dallas i had to come and pick you up so. okay see what i'm
0: saying <laughs> give but that, that was fun, fun. <laughs> it gave me
1: an excuse
0: <laughs> i'll pay you <laughs> stuff but i ain't driving <laughs> and i'm gonna close my eyes mm. the whole time i don't even like driving to arlington i hate it I hate Arlington too. I won't even drive over there. I just, something about going east makes me very frightened. It's like, they just like get faster or something. (laughs) They got some shit to to do or something when they start going east. It's like-
1: I don't know if it's so much as they got something to do as much as it is. They just feel like it's a free for all because the speed limit changes and turns into 70. (laughs)
0: Like the Audubon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Crazy. I was looking through the stuff you sent me and I saw you wrote something for Say It Forward. What's, what is
1: that? So Say It Forward is a um, virtual platform where women literally from all over the world just share their life experiences, um, whether it be um, personal journeys that they've walked through, um, different words of inspiration. And um, I kind of stumbled upon it looking for a, um, avenue of sorts to share my story. Um, I pride myself on, you know, I I joke about having my son, uh, you know, in college, but for me, that was a very pivotal point. Um, just because I went through so many emotions throughout, you know, those early years, especially, uh, and learning how to navigate being a new mom, being a young mom, um, dealing with the shame of, you know, having a baby quote unquote, out of wedlock uh, right in the midst of my my prime when everything was going well. you know, all of that being said, and um, the things that I had to walk through as a mother, um, and uh, just anything that I could share to kind of help give someone some hope, some inspiration along the way. That's the avenue that I wanted to take. And so uh, I submitted my story and lo and behold, they took it. So there was that.
0: It's interesting becoming a mom when you're really young, because you're just like, you kind of grow up with your kid.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Kind of grow up with your kid. And part of it, you you feel like you have to grow up, but you're not really quite there. Like, I, I didn't feel like a grown-up till I was, like, 27.
1: I still don't feel like a grown-up.
0: <laughs> my kids call me an angsty teen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're, they're like, okay, Daria. Uh.
1: <laughs> okay. That's still my show.
0: Isn't it great? She just she just embodies everything I've ever wanted to be. Just don't give a shit. That's what I want to be. Like, I say I don't give a shit, but I really do. And Right. Yeah. I don't, but I like to give the impression that I don't. (laughs) That's my goal in life. It's for people to just feel like she doesn't care, but I really, I care so much, but that's, it's, it's hard becoming, it's amazing being a mom, but it is hard when you're trying to figure yourself out and then you have to figure somebody else out and then you don't really have time to figure yourself out because now your life is not your own. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. All of that and um that's pretty much where um my story takes place is just trying to navigate that whole uh situation uh cuz it it came at a time where i wasn't prepared i mean i was living in a dorm room making a dollar above minimum wage and uh, and no clue as to what i was going to do with a baby i knew i couldn't keep him in my dorm room but Um, As fate would have it, things just kind of fell into place when I made the choice to indeed be a mom. And Mm -hmm. I had an awesome village of family and friends who would think football players, uh, college football players would make some of the best babysitters, but they did. Uh, (laughs) And so um, I had a wonderful support group to, to help, you know, because they wanted to see me succeed. And, um, you know, my family was there and, and all of that. But then, you know, once I got out of school and, you know, thought, okay, great, now I'm going to make all this money and I can afford the lifestyle that I wanted to. And that didn't happen. Yeah. And so having to, you know, um, navigate through disappointments, navigate through Dealing with the other parent, you know, it's difficult to co-parent when you're dealing with a person who's just not on the same maturity level as you, and um, <laughs> all the nuances that go on with that. Um, I think now that our son is 18 and on his own, now it's oh, you are kind of a nice person, Ashley. You know, now now we can have civil conversations. I'm like, yeah, because nothing is being required of you at this point. Mm. And I'm still doing the work, but I digress. Um, So yeah, all of that.
0: Girl. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, you know, I'm not even going to speak, because I I say, you know, I have my feelings about certain people uh, whose DNA has to do with uh, my children's DNA, but I don't talk about them, because I said I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't talk trash. Not in a public forum.
1: Right, hands
0: and stuff. Not to where they could potentially hear it. I don't do it because I don't ever right. I just told them I never want you to feel like any part of you is trash because it could have been. It's not all horrible because you're here. Not here. You it's know? not. I, I mean, because you're here, but like you know, you know. So I'm not. Even gonna share, I'm not even going to share my story yet. I don't have enough money to share my story yet. One day I'm going to have enough money. to share
1: my story. <laughs> The right check will come along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the right check is gonna come along i'm gonna share it i'm gonna tell all about it but you are you're my friend in real life so you know um <laughs> but that's that's good that you wanna that you are sharing your story to, you know to help people feel like they're they're not alone because that's sometimes what helps us is when we see other people although we a lot of times we, we compare ourselves to other people's and other people's journeys and other people's timelines and that's what kind of gets us off it's like i teach uh adult education and i see people far older than me just now getting you know high school level education and they probably make a lot more money than me somehow but <laughs> it's just you know you're you're not on anybody else's timeline if you want to be if you're 80 years old and you still haven't gotten your degree and that's something you want to do go do that shit if you have to right. pause you know before you start your career or go for your dreams that doesn't mean you can't ever go for your dreams again that's something that's, that's a place where i always like fall is the older i get the more I, the more i'm trying to decide is this the point where you go for your dreams because now your your kids are getting older and this is the time or do I just you know go on and fall into big mama mode and just survive until till the lord takes me up like, which one, <laughs> which, which one do I want to do? Because sometimes I feel like past generations, we just kind of fail. Just this is kind of, you know, raise babies and they raise grandbabies. And then that was your identity from then on. Some people like that. Some people, that is their identity. So it's like just trying to decide which identity I want to have. Like superstar, <laughs> you know, or, you know, somebody's mom. <laughs> Why not both? I don't know. That's 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 why we try. We can do both.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 finding more and more. My my son, he's my biggest cheerleader by far, Um, and he's constantly telling me, "Mom, why don't you you say you want to do stuff? Now's the time to do it." So that's pretty much where you know the the writing comes in, the storytelling. Um, just because I'm I'm finally at a point now where I can talk about those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't sting the way that they used to. I know that I've walked and grown from it. And these are the things that I've learned along the way. And, um, you know, like I said, whatever I can do to share um, my experiences, if they're going to help somebody, you know, even if it's just giving them a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, saying you can do this. Um, because I've done it before, then by all means, I'm going to share whatever it is I can.
0: You're so sweet, Ashley. Look at you! <laughs> Look at being all inspirational stuff. Girl, yeah, I try. Girl, you're just a couple of papers away from being a Black History Month project. <laughs> 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 That's the ultimate goal. <laughs> I think it's for somebody to write and do a Black History Month project on me. <laughs> That's the goal. And once you made it, then just be still oh, that's where celebrities fall off is when they just, they start doing extra stuff. Like, no, no, no. You've already made it. You're a Black History Month project. Now be still. <laughs> so I don't have to throw away my son's poster board because you've been canceled. <laughs> be still. Uh, So your episode is officially titled A Big Girl's Guide to Self-Acceptance. And you picked Big Girl Rule number two, be you. So since we're talking about self-identity, why did you pick that role? What what does that mean to you?
1: Um, I picked it because it's uh, something that I've personally battled with. And, and I hate to say battle. Let's just say that has been my, my journey. That's been my walk. Um, you know, oftentimes we find ourselves uh, trying to find ourselves in different things and different people. Um, but it it really takes a lot of soul searching to, uh, get to a point where you're honest enough with yourself, uh, to say, this is who I am loving every quirk, every nuance that you carry, all your flaws, all your imperfections, all the things you do well, um, getting to that point to not only say you love yourself, but that you like you, um, that's still a journey that I'm on. Um, I give a lot of credit to one of my mentors, Dr. Renee Fowler-Hornbuckle. She wrote a book several years ago called The Power of Healthy Esteem, A Guide to Loving You. And um, in that book, what she talks about really is having um, healthy self-esteem and how we view ourselves really sets the stage for our lives because when you have a really healthy sense of self and who you are um, you're not going to just put up with anything. You won't tolerate just the status quo. Uh, You won't make certain decisions because you know, you have a higher purpose and a higher calling. Um, And she's very candid and open in sharing some of her experiences, you know, having been in corporate America and then shifting to full-time motherhood and, you know, having to come to the realization that you know who she was wasn't in what she did and that's the biggest takeaway that I've had to learn along the way is I am not what I do either positive or negative it doesn't matter how many degrees I acquire how many accolades I achieve um, or how many mistakes that I make right because oftentimes we internalize the past you know mistakes that we've made as you know, who we are, we're failures because we failed at something. You didn't necessarily fail. Um, It just wasn't the right way to go. Uh, And so learning how to take all of those things and really um, ask myself, who am I? You know, Mm -hmm. when all the glitz and glamour is gone, who am I? And really having to get to a point where you can self-assess and, and be honest with yourself and ask yourself those questions. Do I, you know, take constructive criticism well? Can I uh, function under pressure? These are things that people with healthy self-esteem can do. Um, and, and they make it look graceful, you know. Um, if I'm falling apart at the seams, every time something happens, yeah. I'd never get anywhere. Uh, and and, yeah. and I've had those experiences where I felt like I was going to fall apart at the seams. Um, luckily, there was just something within me and my drive as a mother because I knew I had a whole nother person looking to me uh, for, you know, their next mm-hmm. and um, using that as my fuel to, you know, push forward. So here we go. Yeah.
0: We define ourselves by people in our lives too, or like our family and our upbringing and their mistakes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) their view of us, their perception of us, the people that we meet along the way. Sometimes we have to learn how to push those away. Like those are not us and things that we did with them are not necessarily us either. And you talk about um, not falling apart, but then it's like, sometimes you have to, maybe not in person, maybe not in public, Maybe right. your child can see but like it's you know I, I always feel like it's okay to it's okay to cry and it's okay to have those like breakdown moments but then you get up right <laughs> but then you get up because I be having I, I have had some 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 breakdown moments or <laughs> I just had to I just had to lay down and just be still right <laughs> like it's just too much because we and were that's
1: doing- a good place to be in that's a good place to be in because that's where you have to really reassess and say, okay, self, obviously what I'm doing at this stage in the game is not working.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is another strategy that I can use to um, get through whatever it is you're getting through? I remember several years ago, I was in a, I was in a pretty bad way. Um, mentally, emotionally, financially, I was just not there. Um, and I was so angry and I, I say there was a voice and I, I call it my God voice. It says, you know, you really have no one else to blame, but yourself. And, um, when I came to the realization, you know, it was the truth. I didn't have anyone else to blame for my choices, but me, because I chose them and I chose them because I didn't think well enough of myself to, um, um, <laughs> not allow certain people to influence me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, certain people that I thought that I needed, um, certain places that I thought I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I allowed those things to get me off course. But the beauty of it is, you know, because I got myself in it, I could get myself out of it too. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I started working towards was getting myself out of that rut, getting myself out of that that pit um, um, that, that feeling of despair. And I worked very, very hard uh, and, you know, look to mentors to kind of guide me and, you know, people around me who I knew were proven, who could give me constructive criticism and, and hold me accountable um, and, and put me back on a course to, to doing what I wanted to do, or at least, you know, getting me, somewhere close to that the rest of that of course was was all on me um mm-hmm. but you know just having that uh reinforcement you know mm-hmm. helped tremendously
0: confidence is so i was well i was being yourself is like the hardest thing you can do <laughs> honestly and confidence is so much a big part of success there are lots of people who do the same thing you do, may have the same amount of talent or less <laughs> and but they believe they can do it and look at them. they believe that, no, I can't say that, and I will get canceled. You know, <laughs> if you know that's song they make the kids sing in fifth grade in black schools um <laughs> with that that young man, oh yeah, yeah i I'm not gonna say it. Um, but you know the song is not bad. It's got a good message. <laughs> it's not the song's fault. Um, but a but a lot of that you know is true. You have to believe you you can do it. That's where that's that's the pit that I fall in a lot of times is that you know what we call imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Even if um you know a million people can tell me how amazing I am at something, but if I don't believe that I'm amazing at it, at it you know, then if I can't right. even fake it. You know, like it's like like it's like I'm a good actress on stage, but not in real life. <laughs> like, like, I can't even fake it. Mm-hmm. You know, to get through because sometimes you know you got you having to fake it to make it
1: exactly.
0: And hopefully, and hopefully find it.
1: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, and you know, to be brutally honest, I've um, I'm, I'm I'm not saying I'm at a, a point where I'm faking it. I'm saying I, I had to get to a point where, um, I had to start getting to convince myself, you know, that, um, I was worthy, that, um, I was who all of my friends and family, you know, told me that I was, you know, that I was smart, that I was beautiful, that I, you know, could achieve anything that I wanted to, Um, Because for a long time, I didn't, you know, I allowed my past failures to define who I was, I allowed, you know, other people's thoughts and opinions to box me in. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: And it wasn't until, you know, I got to a place where, again, you know, having my my son, you know, all of those things went away, because, you know, here was this person who was looking to me. And if I didn't have it figured out, what did that mean for him? Yeah, So you know, having to um, you know create a safe space for him and everything that I needed to pour into him, I had to learn how to acquire it myself because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Yeah. So I, I had to I had to build myself up because I had another person to build. Um, and if I didn't do it, it just wasn't going to get done.
0: Yeah. I think one thing I was like, I know, I know, I haven't always been the best example of like confidence and self-esteem with my children. I think my, my friends always tell me I'm too honest with them, but it's only because I want them to be honest with me and with themselves and not be afraid to fall apart. Cause that's one thing like about men and like black men, maybe especially like they don't feel like they can cry they don't feel like they can have mental health days they don't have Mm -hmm. feel like they can you know fall without looking you know less than and I'm just like sometimes you do sometimes you fall sometimes you cry sometimes you have a day sometimes sometimes you have a a freaking week (laughs) Right. you know but then it's like what you do after that like, I hope, I hope that one thing they gained for me is just, like, not giving up. Because I, it's like, I lay down. I will go lay in the grass. Um, but, <laughs> but I will, I, I, eventually, I will, eventually, <laughs> eventually, I'm going to shake it up and go do it. And also just, like, kind of doing what you have to do. I think that's one thing that kids, pro- you know, get from good single moms is our good single parents is that you. You do what you got to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? We do what we got to do. And then, you know, and then now they get to see us, you know, kind of live our lives and be, you know, be what we could be or whatever. And then influence them to, like, you know, make different decisions sometimes and put yourself first. So maybe you don't end up in, in situations where, you know, you don't, or you lose time a little bit. Not just, but I I don't think. I always tell my kids, I was like, I'd probably be homeless in a box without you. Now I know my mama wouldn't be homeless. <laughs> you being a vandal by the river. <laughs> yeah, because they, you know, because I've I've had my youngest ask me before, like, do you think you would be like more successful if you hadn't had us? You know, if you hadn't gotten pregnant so young, if you hadn't, and I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm a better person. <laughs> I think y'all made me a better person. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't love myself enough, and then. I got somebody to love and who loves me back. And I just, I think I'm a better person. I was like, I, y'all give me the courage to get up. <laughs> y'all make me, y'all give me probably more than I give you. I feel like sometimes so I was like, y'all are my, you're the reason why I wake up every day. <laughs> I was like, I I was like, you give me, you gave me purpose. I didn't know what my purpose was. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know what my purpose was. And y'all gave me this, something and you'll give it to me every day even when you're old like i feel like i'm still gonna feel that way because i just feel blessed to be able to be a part of your life Joel. it's just good people then they feel good when like your kids are like good people yes <laughs> like i would you know you.
1: <laughs> i would relish the thought you know i've always said you know what i do as a parent could meet the difference between making the next barack hussein obama or the next saddam hussein so <laughs> <laughs> Both of them were powerful in their own rights, but I mean, eh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's all about still stealing kiddos, um, and so I, you're right, I absolutely adore my son, not just because he's my son, but he's a, he's a nice kid, you know, he's a nice young man, and I'd like to think I did something right, you know, in, th- in that, granted he's his own person, but, um, you know, he had to get it from somewhere.
0: Yeah. They got something. He's got something of you. <laughs> and you know, definitely influenced by you and he got your got your, your beauty and your good looks. So that's <laughs> <something> <laughs> Thank normal. you. <laughs> I don't have ugly friends, sis. Um
1: <laughs> You sound like one of my late aunts. We ain't got no right ugly folk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm superficial. I don't have ugly friends. <laughs> I can't do it. But I, I like I like my kids, and that's that's one thing I, that I like to be able to say is that you know I would hang out with y'all. I don't know if you'd want to hang out with me, but I I like you know, I raised people that I that I like. Like I don't just love them; I like them. Some good people. Exactly. I would recommend you. <laughs> five out of five stars. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, y'all have a stronger, even stronger work ethic than I do. Like, good job. <laughs> y'all influence me. Y'all make me want to get it. Mm -hmm. good job good job straight a's okay something i couldn't do apparently (laughs) until i was in my 30s and went to college again i was like no high school we
1: both had honors english (laughs) (laughs) that's how we met honors english class
0: (laughs) was that ninth grade Was it ninth grade for me 10th grade for you i don't know Uh, probably (laughs) my GPA is not what my counselor told me it was going to be okay I skipped a lot of senior year <laughs> you had already graduated I found out that I didn't need some of those classes and I didn't go yeah. <laughs> and math was never my friend <laughs> so i was just like I always tell people I took geometry like three times I was like I don't get it I don't see the point <laughs> I'm not sure that's- good at
1: it it's not, it's not real math. They're shapes.
0: Yeah. Cause I remember specifically my teacher asked me like, why is it? I don't know why she picked me. Cause she knew I was sarcastic, but she's like, why is it a triangle, a triangle or something like that? And I was like, cause you told me it was, you can call it whatever you want. To call it. I know that's not the answer she wanted. Cause there's three angles. I get it, but that's not what, that's not why I was going with that. And I remember I took a Shakespeare class because they told me I needed another English even though I didn't. And then I found out I didn't need it. So I would skip it. But then I would come every once in a while and my teacher would be like, you're here. And I'd be like, hey, my (laughs) friend didn't come to school today so I couldn't leave. (laughs) Because I would go skip uh, with Stephanie. Well, she wasn't skipping. It was her lunch. So I would go. (laughs) I would go where she was. I didn't have a car. (laughs) I'd just be like, where are you going sis okay I don't want to stay here let's bring me back (laughs) let's bring me back when you come back yeah I was wilding my 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 senior year my first two years I think I did all right and I got senioritis as a junior (laughs) I was ready to go
1: right (laughs) I think we're all at that point I high school was so overrated to me it was my stepping stone to college. I always knew. I've been knowing I wanted to go to college since I was eight. And I saw Hillman on a different world. Like I saw that and I was like, that's my life. That's what I want to do was go to college. That was my only goal. Um, but I knew to get there. I had to go through high school. I'm like,
0: <laughs> Why? God, okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, think but, yeah. my
1: youngest,
0: I think that's where my youngest is. He's just trying to get out. He's like, I'll figure all that stuff when I go to college. I don't want to. I just want to graduate. I don't care about any of what's going
1: on over here. Exactly. I didn't care about prom. I didn't care about homecoming. I I didn't care who was dating who. It was just. Like, and plus two. By the time I made it to my senior year, well, really my junior year, I had been to a couple of different high schools in like a few different cities. So um, you know, it was like oh, it was whatever. I didn't have that. Luxury of building, you know, all four years, yeah. uh, and you know, keeping the same friends and all of that. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just whatever. I was just passing through, just just so I could go do what I really wanted to do, which, you know, hang out with at frat parties and
0: meet folks. <laughs> 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 so wanted <laughs> I don't
1: wanted to go do anything but be in high school.
0: Who wants, people always say that if we could go back to high school, I'm like, no. No. To do
1: what?
0: <laughs> like I will go back to that age, but I don't want to go back to like that. Can I do a different high school? Will they have online school then? Because if they have online school, if I go back, <laughs> I'll go do that.
1: I I wouldn't even go back to that age just because it was so you know, there was so much going on. I you know, at that time, I uh, I do I, I
0: don't think know. I could be nicer to myself. Exactly. <laughs> that's probably, I probably realized how cute I was at the time, because that was a big part of mine. So I tell my kids sometimes I said it's not, I don't, you're not an accident at all. But sometimes I think if I had realized how cute I was, I probably wouldn't have, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> right. No, but you're telling the truth. And that's exactly where, um, you know, I referenced Dr. Renee's book, where she's saying, you know, having a healthy self-esteem and and having a good um, view of yourself will cause you to make better choices Uh, because that's the pitfall that I fell into was making, you know, rash decisions and doing things just because I could do them simply because I was looking to be accepted Um, because I didn't accept myself. I felt like, you know, all of the things that, you know, certain folks had said to me over the years, um, was the truth. And when in actuality, they couldn't have been further from it. I often wonder had I had the mentorship that I have now back then, how much further I would be. Yeah. Uh, And, and the things that I could have accomplished. And even though I did do well in my own right, um, it was a challenge, it really was. And I put myself through, I put myself through some unnecessary hoops and some people will argue and say, but no, those are the things you had to go through. And no, I didn't have to go through half the stuff that I went through. Girl. I didn't <laughs> I, I made certain choices uh, and put myself in those situations.
0: Okay. Um,
1: all because I did not value who I was at the time i didn't accept me i didn't love me enough to make better choices um and so i had to learn the hard way and you know i learned
0: (laughs) we got it together we get it now
1: right (laughs) it didn't kill me and you know i guess it made me stronger in a sense but you know whatever
0: hindsight is 2020 is what they say right
1: yeah that's what they say
0: if you if you knew what you knew now would you do the things that you did i'm like probably not oh god (laughs) probably not i mean because i love my kids so much i always say i would probably have to bump on ahead and bump into him (laughs) if i could go back with the knowledge that i was gonna have two dope kids like but some of the other stuff that went around it (laughs) and after, I <laughs> I yeah like, i
1: could have bypassed a whole lot
0: couple decisions that i make different i just take y'all to and move on <laughs> i was like I, I don't know i don't know if i could do this life without them um so where what what are your goals now because we're not we're not too old yet. my friend asked me because uh, my birthday's in february my friend asked me she was like "What what year are you born because i told everybody that i will never turn 40 I'm going to be 39 again and we're just going to go backwards and if I get all the way to one then we'll go back up
1: we'll go back up (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) we're going to test how how far I can get with this black and crack I was like I don't feel like I'm that age and I don't want to be I was like I let 30 happen I I can't go any further than that so she asked me are we doing 39 again are we on 38 because my son said he thought we were doing 38, but it's not. It's 39 number two. So we're gonna do 39 again. <laughs> we're gonna see what happened. Because last year was kind of wonky anyway. So I feel like we just gotta do a redo of that situation. This is just redo that. Be yeah. <laughs> what do you what are your what are your goals? What you what are you doing with your new life, Ashley?
1: I'm still trying to figure it out, child. I really am. Um, at some point I would like to start dating. Um, I can't say I'm totally ready. Um, but you know, I, I might want to test the waters and see where it's out.
0: You know, You're like I, you I can't be the cat
1: lady. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to be the
0: cat lady. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a dog lady I got my dog yeah.
1: well, you know what and I've got a lot of stray cats in my neighborhood and you know they're just eyeballing me because the original cat lady that was here died or got fired or whatever um, and so there's no one left to feed them now so you know I'm just a couple of doors down from her don't look at me I can't do it
0: <laughs> now you're, you're not going to put no tuna outside
1: no we're <laughs> not. we're not going to do that we're not doing that
0: Your son's going to let you date? Because my kids
1: told me no. You know what? Surprisingly, he's actually for it. He told me that whatever made me happy, he would support. And so uh, I said, okay, so I'm, I'm in the clear. And he's like, yeah, do you? I'm not here. Just, you know, just just do you, ma. So I said, okay. So yeah, he's, I, I'm allowed to date now.
0: I'm, not uh, I'm just not
1: allowed to date. have more children. That was his only request.
0: Yeah. I'm not allowed to have any more kids either. Sometimes I threaten it because <laughs> they won't be a baby anymore. <laughs> I was like, why won't you? If you won't, somebody will. And they're like, hold the, ba- hold the dog. <laughs> There's your baby. And I was like, but y'all were such good babies. <laughs> I was like, I would have a baby for money though. If I met the right dude and he had a lot of money and he was like, all I want is the baby and my body still worked, girl, you gotta say nothing but a word, sir.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we can have it. We can. I would do. I do have a price. Let's say like everybody has a price. It's pretty steep, but the, it is there. <laughs> 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 I'm not ready for my kids to to really be dating and stuff either. It kind of grosses me out that I I feel bad now for all the all the people's sons that I look at. Oh I'm so sorry I look at your son this way. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody gonna be looking at my son the way I'm looking at your son and I'm sorry. (laughs) Somebody's baby.
1: Somebody's son. Oh
0: no! They're not supposed to be looking at. I'm not supposed to look at him like that. That's your. That's your baby. What kind of. What kind of fella? Are, what kind of fella are we? Um. What we gotta do. We gotta be
1: nice. You know, I. <laughs> I've had enough of you know. Here we go again with you know accepting me. Um. You know, I've been put in situations where someone looks good on paper, Mm -hmm. um, but they are completely um, the opposite, you know, of what they portray themselves to be. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not nice, they're narcissistic, um, they're selfish. And that's just not a situation I want to, you know, put myself in because, you know, as hard as I have worked to get to this point of, of loving myself enough to not make certain decisions. The last thing I want to do is put myself in a position to where I feel like I'm compromising who I am Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and compromising my ideals and, and shrinking myself uh, just to for the sake of having another person in the picture,
0: I yeah. shuddered. Thought uh, I don't think I don't think hmm. I would like myself. Like I would be very pissed off at myself. I'm like, you are too old for that shit. Right? You know, I exactly. I could forgive twenty year old, even thirty year old, but not you, sis.
1: <laughs> right. At this stage in <laughs> the game, I'm I'm too grown for all the extra. So yeah, I, I'm I'm still trying to. You know, some people have their list made out. Oh, he's got to be such and such tall, and he's got to make this, and he's got to do this. And I, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm completely, you know, not shallow in the sense where I, I don't want certain things, you know, as far as physical attributes or career wise or whatever. Um, but my biggest thing is, what kind of person are you? What what kind of moral compass do you have? You know. How do you treat people who you think are beneath you? Mm. Uh, What do you think about your mama? You know, stuff like that.
0: What's your mama doing? Are you
1: sane? (laughs) Uh, Do you have mental health issues that run through your family that I should be aware of? Were you really born a man? I mean, these are the questions. (laughs) 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 Sad but true. These are the questions that you gotta ask folks. You know, the important things, you know.
0: Do we How care do you if he was born my...
1: a man?
0: <laughs> huh? Do we care if he was born a man? I do. Okay, I don't know. I'm just asking. It's 2022, girl. I don't have no judgment. i you're saying some
1: stuff don't work right, it's... it's <laughs> What did Dave Chappelle say? It's like the impossible? <laughs> I won't say the word that he used, but, you know, it looked like it, but it ain't it. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't. I don't know how it all works. I'm still new to it. I just ask questions, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I just ask questions. I no, I, I, I guess, guess. guess. people I do care. what they want to do. I've been telling. I, I I told somebody. I was like, I'm supposed. I think I'm supposed to be a lesbian by now because my kids are boys. <laughs> <old, laughs> I'm over thirty. And I was like, is not about the time when I'm like, you suck. <laughs> I'm and i can't make myself do it lord but i don't do anybody i'm just by myself (laughs) exactly scared now covid out there and i gotta worry about diseases covid baby mamas i I, it's too many too many
1: too many variables i know
0: too many things (laughs) too many things that can go wrong the last person i talked to was five years ago and i told myself this don't work out i'm just gonna take a break And I did. I tried to be with regular people. I don't want regular people, actually. So um, I have to wait until I get to the point where I don't have to be with regular people because it's no (laughs) one.
1: Exactly. And there's no shame in that. You know, the (laughs) last date that I went on was pre-COVID, and before I had been courting this person. um, You know, I, I met him online, and we, you know, courted over the phone and all of that. We had great conversations. He was older. Um, he had a good job. You know, all of that. But there's still a superficial me. And so when we met in person, he was like Danny DeVito's height. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. Now, mind you, I'm 5'2", and I was towering over him with my flats on.
0: Oh, no. That's
1: how old he was. Like, I, <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Um, oh, I got catfish because
0: because won't won't man be catfishing you? They are yeah. really different in their pictures. Like, I you got can tell, catfish. You can tell, even if all you see is this part of my, you know, you know what you're getting. But them, mm, they be skinny fat and stuff. They be they be playing games. They be wearing mm-hmm. Spanx too or something. Because you know what, like,
1: everything else was on point. But man, if you coming bad. up. Yeah,
0: oh, you don't want him resting his head on your bosom, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> and that's exactly where we were. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I knew it was too good to be true. I just
0: <laughs> he won't come sit on your lap. <laughs> 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 oh girl, and and, and and
1: that's the thing about it. It was so disheartening because he was such a nice guy. He really was, but I just I couldn't see myself doing it. And so I finally, you know, on top of it was a couple of other flags that were, you know, kind of coming up where I'm like, "Mm, maybe this ain't the right move to make right now. So um, I'm kind of like you. I just decided, you know, let me just sit this one out, coach. (laughs) I'll be ready in a minute. I'm going to just sit it out just for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I, I decided I didn't want regular people. If I can't have the rock, I don't want anybody. And he's very happy and I'm happy for him.
1: Uh, <laughs> i mean jason back on the market
0: who is it
1: jason momoa
0: oh girl i don't know if i could do that to denise i <laughs> <laughs> would feel weird now lenny i could do that's been a long time ago oh gosh yes <laughs> I, I could i've been in love with him since lenny, i was 12 time ago you know what i'm saying they relationship they they okay now. She she married somebody else and stuff and kids are grown. So you know. <laughs> I don't know. Jackson, how old he is He's younger than me too, right? I don't know how old he is. Yeah, I gotta Google maybe that. Our age. I mean he's fine, maybe in a few years, but I don't know right now. Do they have kids? Yes, they have to. And they're little, right? And yeah,
1: there's like, you know. Uh, they're under sixteen,
0: oh' see we gotta wait till they graduate or something yeah. <laughs> I can't do that till so they have their till so they go into their film careers I don't know if I could do that to denise. I gotta wait <laughs> gotta wait till she moves on first she 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 got something magical because she got two of the finest men that ever lived <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that was a beauty of her just being her. that's why you gotta be you
0: Girl, who is she that's all I gotta figure out.
1: <laughs> <manager>. <laughs> she is authentically uniquely herself and you know when you do that confident in who you are and your abilities you get Lenny's and Jason's
0: okay <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out me because I've had to be so many different me for so many different people so I'm like which one right. like, I don't even know what my own my, my, my voice is like I don't even know what my real voice sounds like sometimes mm. because I have so many different voices for whoever it is I talk to
1: <laughs> i understand I
0: like i have a problem what is my real voice sound like i'm asking my kids what is my real voice sound like <laughs> and they're like like that and i'm like hmm, maybe it's maybe this is the one because so i was like talk to some of my friends you get a little black scent and then some you know be around some white people the little you let texas come in a little bit so it's like i don't know who is it who is she i gotta i gotta figure it out but, but uh when you're looking for a, a guy they say you, you can write a let write a list that's what my mom told me and she how she married my stepdad she made a list of the attributes that she wanted i guess and put that in the air and they say people um that generally for like success and things like that you write it down i have yet to do it maybe that's why i'm not where i need to <laughs> write down the things that i want to have happen and maybe they'll, they'll come to fruition if i keep up with that piece of paper
1: i bought a journal and i wrote some things in it um i'm just waiting for it to manifest oh, but i'm also trying to find avenues to put the work in because i can't you know just rely on you know list i gotta the list is supposed to help motivate me to like i guess do stuff right. <laughs>
0: My list would be like pay my bills, wash the dishes. I do stuff like that because my brain gets so full of the things that I need to do. So I make these lists so that once I cross them out, I don't feel, I feel like I did something today. That's my my goal. Exactly. Your sense of
1: accomplishment.
0: I did something today. And then sometimes it's just a good reminder. And one time I made this list and it was just like front and back, like these are all the things that are swimming around in my head on a regular basis. And so I had to just like write them all out, and I was like, "God, you've got a lot of sh- you lot of got a lot of shit up there, Jen." Um, <laughs> that's why you're so tired, because <laughs> you know you're a single mom, and you know I don't know the role that uh, you know the other half played in in the life. Like I'm, I'm assuming not that much, so it's like you got to be the mama and the daddy. So we got mama and daddy things floating <laughs> floating around in our heads like 24 hours. day. Yeah yeah I totally get it so you're doing some writing and some things are there places where we can find you online to find more about you I have your say it forward link
1: so far the say it forward link um, if you want to find me on LinkedIn just you know to say hi we can do that um, Facebook Instagram don't do much Twitter but um, yeah I'm, I'm around am
0: so. around. <laughs> Is your is your Instagram a place where you want people to follow you? Some people yeah. private. Mine's public, but you want people to follow you?
1: If people feel so inclined to do so, I will gladly add you. you <laughs> What's know? your
0: Instagram? Uh it's
1: it's a weird one. It's you gotta write it down. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, I follow you, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: D-E-N-N-I-A-S-N-8-1.
0: D- what? D E N N I D E 8
1: one It's a weird variation of my first, middle, and last
0: name. D-E-N-N-I-A-S-N. Uh-huh. Okay. So the- 8-1. Eight eight one. One. Okay. So in the middle of your name, you put the A and then 8-1. Okay. Okay. And your LinkedIn, they were just looking for Ashley and Dennis on LinkedIn. That's so professional. Look at you, corporate trainer with your LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn. I have no idea what it's for. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Really? I use it to um, look for
0: jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to do that on there. I'm just like, they're like, you should apply for this marketing director job. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds very professional. Um, I was like, I don't know. Maybe. You can do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to fake it. Um. So, Ashley and Dennis on LinkedIn somewhere. Is that what it's, it's listed as, Ashley and Dennis? Um,
1: yes, I believe so. I'll have to double check. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's just Ashley Dennis. <laughs> okay, Ashley.
0: Well... Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to chat with me. I've had so absolutely. Thank
1: you for having me. This was fun.
0: (laughs) We'll have to talk again. That's you know not for recording necessarily. I don't really talk to anybody, so I hope you don't ever feel bad. I'm just I talk to myself more than anything else.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a (laughs) telephone conversation. There we go.
0: Got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to say bye. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All bye. It's been real.